0: welcome to the accounting on purpose podcast series in this series we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page but as a language and with any language it's about communication and finding shared meaning topics include things from what is a debit and credit right through to how we use accounting to tell the story g'day justin Hogg here from right source talking all things accounting and finance in the great outdoors um, today i actually didn't want to talk about numbers i wanted to actually share about Um, in terms of working with a lot of businesses over my career and in and within a lot of businesses, one of the areas that I've actually found has the most valuable change in terms of accounting or finance for a business. Now, in terms of my experience, one of the areas that I think has had the biggest change or biggest impact in businesses from finance teams, it hasn't hasn't been to do with the numbers, hasn't been to do with reporting or systems um, which are all fun and all, all seem to be the big ticket items that people want to hit to make a real impact and you know help their accounting and finance teams deliver value to the business. Honestly, the, the area that I've found has had the biggest impact to businesses is actually attacking or attacking or changing, improving the finance team's culture. That sounds odd in some respects, but I think there's been a lot of talk and a lot of um, research recently even so that culture is one of the main uh, points in your organization that really help create value and ultimately sustainability and success and all those things that that go along with business that a lot of it comes back down to the culture of your organization. The culture of your organization isn't necessarily the same in in all areas so geographically it might be slightly different, Um, different teams have different slightly different permutations or evidence points of the culture, um, but there is an underlying culture and that is embedded in the organization. That is how the, the organization moves to achieve its strategy and its goals. Understanding the culture within the finance team and how it's interpreting the culture and using the culture to do its role is really important and can have some quite massive benefits to the organization. So the areas, and I suppose, in, in To start with the benefits that that i've seen well one quite often the finance team can be uh, sort of over there in the organization they're not really part they're sort of over in either in the office or there they're just seen as separate and that's a problem because culture shouldn't separate it should be something that is inclusive so um, it helps bring the finance team getting the finance culture right helps them bring them and be inclusive with the organization which helps with communication, understanding, helps with transparency, helps with improved reporting, helps with creating value in the business, helps just everyone understand what's going on and things work more efficiently. So let me give you an example. I think this is really something quite, um, culture is very hard to show because it's it's ethereal, it's everywhere um, and it's very hard to say, well, this is culture and this is what you need to fix. So let me give you an example of what, um, how a finance team might operate in a culture that has a good value, so take a good good cultural value, and we'll interpret that to how they operate in the finance team, how the options from that one piece of cultural evidence point can manifest itself in two different ways. So let's take, um, say part of your culture is very common to do right by the client or to do the best by the client. Whether it's the client's always right or you want to deliver a great service to the client, it's client-centric. So part of your culture is being... know fantastic in the eyes of the client and that's that's what your culture is all about so the finance team can take that in two ways in terms of doing their their job so let's take for example when a client hasn't paid their invoice well okay so to do the best by the client you can not ask them to pay you can not have a difficult conversation because you know it's going to upset the client they haven't paid for three months if you call them up saying where's the money they're not going to like that. So one way to evidence that culture is to not chase debtors, not chase money, which obviously is bad for your business because if you don't get paid, why are you providing the service to the client? So it's very important. The other way you can evidence that same culture of doing right by the client is making it easy for the client to pay, making sure they're aware, having a process in place that doesn't wait until 90 days to call the client up but is communicating with the client regularly softly respectfully about making sure that the payment is made the same culture can drive those two two different very different behaviors in a finance team so this is why it's really important from my point of view to make sure that the culture that you're or the way that your finance team is interpreting your culture and evidencing your culture is in line with how you want your business to operate so it's actually quite a complicated way of having to deal with this now for me that's why it's enjoyable this stuff is really complicated to work out to work with accountants who i mean accountants are very procedural they generally speaking in terms of their and stereotypical yes but most accounts like the procedure. That's how they operate. That's why they're accountants. That's why they enjoy what they do because they like going step by step by step and getting something to the end and getting it done. So to go in and, and, and tackle a finance team and their culture, you have to be aware of the people you're dealing with. And that's, that's probably the first thing is if you are wanting to change the way your finance team is behaving and the way I call it the culture of the team, but the way that it's, I suppose, interpreting or assimilating the culture of your business, you really need to understand your audience. Who are you talking to? Making sure your communication is done in a way that suits someone who's procedural and potentially logical in their thinking. Emotive communication and creative communication, they see it, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily permeate into their way of working. So they understand what you're saying, so yes, we're here for the client, we are, but this is the procedure we follow. So it's trying to understand that well, it's not just about being flowery about culture. Culture is actually important to make sure that we deliver on the business. So understand your audience and how they're interpreting what you're saying. The next point when you're dealing with the finance team and, and how they're interpreting their culture is accountability in a finance team is incredibly important. Accountant accountability. This is where accountability started, is with the accounting and finance team. So Part of an accounting finance team's role is to effectively, with their reporting, assist in holding the business to account in terms of how they're doing in their performance. Now, if you're not holding the finance team to account on how they're performing, that will then translate into how they're holding the business to account. So if you're lax on holding the staff or the team and the accounting team to their role and to their performance... Well, that's exactly the same way they're going to treat the business. It's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if we didn't get that done in time. Well, that's the same thing. They won't see that as important for highlighting for the business. So your reporting can quite often be an evidence of, well, how much accountability have you got around your finance team will be the amount of accountability and transparency they're giving for your business. The next thing in dealing with accountants and their culture and the finance team is Accounts really don't like change I mean you say this about a lot of people that don't like change but accounts have trouble seeing new ways now again this is just how they're built people who like to do accounting like to be procedural like to go step by step by step so what an accountant will see is well if I need to do a task these are the steps I need to, that I've always followed these are the steps that I've shown these are the steps that have always worked why would I change that it's not that they don't want to change is that they don't see the value in the change as well. If this has always worked, why am I changing? I don't understand. I'll just keep doing this. So to get change happening in the finance team can be really frustrating. So for non-accountants they'll go well just change the procedure that will help them change. That doesn't work. Being there done that. It's very messy. What happens then is they then lose complete faith in what they're doing and effectively ignore the new procedure because they don't trust it so you need to it's the same thing you need to build trust whenever the change is happening there's a trust element that needs to be built so how do you build that trust because ultimately you want to change the procedure so they evidence the culture to create value for your business it's the same in a lot of respects in terms of building trust with change it's you know doing doing pilot or evidencing showing giving evidence like so show how a new way something can be done and show that it creates the same result or a better result. So this might take a little bit of time. And also, it tends to be an evolutionary process. If you try and change everything at once, it just creates a lot of angst with accountants and they're like, well, but it doesn't, I don't understand how it all fits in. If you can do it in bits, evolve the procedure. Know where you want to go, but take them there on the journey slowly. Slowly move the procedures along and help that change. That way. It helps keep the trust in the new procedure. And then once the procedures are changed the new way, they trust them. So they'll just keep doing them, which is what they're good at. And that leads to the, the next point is that, that respect of the integrity. So the way the accountant's work is done for a reason. The, the procedures are there to help protect the integrity of the work. So you have to treat, even though you're wanting to change things and you might be frustrated with the old procedure or the way they're working and you want to throw it out, you still need to treat it with respect and respect the integrity of the process so that's really important that this change process and again why it's tricky you're trying to change and move them to a different way but you're trying to do it in a way that doesn't change radically their procedures you're trying to respect their old procedures it takes time and it takes persistence and then lastly um, what can help with this process is have a change agent in there so be that someone new or sometimes when there's a bit of staff turnover it's good because you have a few different people in who's oh yeah I've seen how this can be done differently. That's a great way, that's a great time to get change happening. The other thing is to bring someone external in who is, especially if you're a non-accountant and you're trying to change your finance team, bring someone in that is an accountant who is able to also communicate with you in non-accounting way and allow that process to happen to to push through the, the pushback that you get with changing procedures, to work through the canning gibberish, and to work to guiding them onto a new path without causing mayhem and destruction, but actually helping build that culture of your organization and get that alignment happening so that you feel that the finance team is part of and a closely knit part of your organization. And I'm sure there's organizations out there that do have a finance team that is closely knit and integral to their operations and they would see the benefits they're reaping from having that close knit culture and that consistency across all areas of their business. So that's just, I suppose, a little bit of a unique thing. I, I really enjoy working with finance teams and their culture and making sure that the way that they're assimilating their culture into the way they work is actually creating value for you and your business. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series and if you'd like some more information, Check me out on LinkedIn. i happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.